The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. Truly, truly, truly. If you feel like nobody notices all you do as a mom, we do. And so that's why we're here. And oh my goodness, is this show going to be good? Is there anybody out there who does not ever have a negative thought? Because if you don't, you're more like Jesus than the rest of us. But if you're like me, negative thoughts and negative self-talk is one of your biggest mental battles. It truly is. I mean, we need help with this. And that's why I've invited today's guest to be on the show. But before I get to Michelle... Did you see my Facebook post this week? Well, I had a couple. I posted this super embarrassing picture of myself re- revealing how I'd put my sports bra on over on, on top of my pajamas because I was having a day like a lot of moms do. And I, I, it was 3 p.m. I had not brushed my hair yet. I had not washed my face yet. It was time for my workout, and I try to at least go do my workout. So I still had my pajamas on, and I'm like, ah. I'm just going to put my sports bra on, on top of my pajamas. So I had my sports bra on on top of my pajamas. And I thought, I'm just going to post this picture. And my, my daughter was like, Mom, that's way too much information. You do not need to post a picture of yourself like that. But I wanted other moms to identify and say, look how imperfect I am. And I also wanted to kind of applaud every mom out there who is working to serve their kids um, and others and God more than themselves sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay. So there I was on my Facebook post. You can go look at it. If you're looking at us on Facebook Live right now, you can go see it below us. Um, All right. So here's the deal. We have Michelle Pfeiffer on the phone today, or not on the phone, in the studio. And she's going to help us with some tips that she has come across that have worked in her own life and have worked for other moms and women that she has instructed. She teaches on this topic. Um, She teaches how to retrain your brain. Uh, She calls it mind your brain. It's great stuff. She and I have talked about it in advance. I know it's going to help you today. Michelle Pfeiffer, she's got a blog. She's got a post today for you that you can download for free with some of the tips she's going to offer, some of the words you can use, some of the scriptures you can use to get over your negative self-talk. I'm telling you, all day today, I've been paying attention to how many negative things I've said to myself. I'm in the thousands, and I'm not exaggerating. Like, it's all day long. As soon as I walk up, I'm like, you're going to be late. And you always do this. And why didn't you plan for this? I mean, it's all day long. And, and, and things that are wrong with me internally, I mean, just it went on and on. So to, to lead into Michelle, I was listening to Joyce Meyer yesterday. I don't know if anybody listens to Joyce Meyer, but I do. And, uh, she, you know, she's a female preacher. And she was talking on this very topic. And I thought, oh, I have to play this soundbite from Joyce to lead into Michelle. So here we go. How wonderful is it to not have to feel wrong about yourself all the time? I mean, after being abused by my dad, I spent years with a record playing in my head that simply said, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Anybody else ever hear that record? I mean, the devil has sold millions of copies of that one to most of us. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And then other people would say, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. So true. I mean, I have been, and, and, and I, you know, I keep talking about this, but I've, I had a bad year last year, and, and th- I probably shouldn't even say that because maybe it's a good year because God's going to use my troubles. No, it's okay. It's to recognize it. That's the first step is you have to 
admit that it's there. Okay. <laughs> so with no further ado, we want to welcome Michelle Pfeiffer to Channel Mom, and she is going to deal with this problem that so many women have of negative self-talk. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. super excited because uh, I love this topic. Yeah, and you're good at it because you kind of counseled me on the phone the other day. <laughs> so, so let's just dive in so that moms know. Now, you, you've got research to back this. You've, you've read people like Dr. Caroline Leaf. And I a love bunch of her people. so much. I do, too. <laughs> and, and there's really, literally, a, a physiological thing that happens, a act, an actual physical pattern in our brain. You can tell us about Absolutely. it when we negative think. So, so talk to moms about what happens, why we're like this, and, and, and what happens in our brain when we think negatively about ourselves. So we like to put it in layman terms that it creates train tracks. And it's no matter if it's a good thought or a bad thought, no matter which way it's going, it's creating what we like to call a train track. So you can picture that it's creating these connections to each other. And as you sit there and focus on whatever the thought may be, the more you go there, the deeper the track gets, the more of a habit it becomes for you to get there. So when you are constantly going and telling yourself these stories in your head that you're not always recognizing now that you are, right? You're yeah. hearing all those thoughts in your head. Even when you're not recognizing them, they're still making those pathways. But the beautiful thing is that we can break them. Um, yeah. So if you stop using them, create new habits on the good thoughts, those bad ones are going to break and literally just disconnect and fall away. So. Is, that, is that a science? Like they have literally Absolutely. watched the way it, 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 they disintegrate in the brain, yes. those tracks go away? Caroline Leaf has so many good seminars on it that she and she puts up all the pictures and she calls it the tree, the good tree and the bad tree. And she shows the connections because the connections in her brain literally look like a tree because there's so many different pathways going at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we create these train tracks of negative thoughts, but if we retrain our brain, we can make those diminish or disintegrate. Exactly. They're no longer there and we can create new, tr create new tracks. Right. Correct? Okay. So talk to a mom about, and me, I'm included in this and I hope I'm not freaking anybody out about the fact that I've got like real problems in my brain <laughs> with negativity, but I do. We all do. And, and uh, like when I get sick, I, I'm for sure dying and, and it's my fault because I'm this kind of person. And, and, and I literally think things like God wants to kill me. And that, that's just completely wacko. That's not at all anything to do with what the Bible would say to me. It isn't, but it comes from so many different factors. There's uh, three factors I like to tell people that your mental thought patterns come from. The first one is spiritual, right? We have the enemy who is always against us and he loves to whisper in our ear when we are deep in the dark of the night by ourselves and already feeling alone and lonely. He's always watching us so he knows our patterns, he knows our triggers, so he's going to whisper those little thoughts into your ear to say, oh my gosh, you're dying when you know you really don't feel all that bad. Yeah, Just right. exasperates all the different situations. Um, but then a lot of our mental patterns come from past. So our parents, it's called epigenetics. A lot of people don't realize that our DNA actually sends more than just our hair color and our eye color. It sends all the different thought patterns, um, whether they're the good or the bad. So if you have a history of depression in your family that is literally encoded in your DNA. So a lot of these thought patterns that you have may not even be your own, but they are sent down through your DNA structure. Um, same for the good things. That's why a lot of like families who are super all business minded, it's because those 
motivated traits are literally passed down in their DNA. Yeah. Look up epigenetics. You will... <laughs> You will, you will find a lot of different stuff. Well, that's I'm, why you see legacies of of things like alcoholism or divorce. Exactly. Or, there's a pattern there that's so hard to bust out of. That yeah. is stuck, right? It's yeah. literally stuck in your DNA. And every every religion, Christian even has it uh, as what is stuck is your family sin, right? It yeah. all is Generational literally, sin, exactly. Yeah. It's stuck in your DNA, but you can get rid of it. You can break it. And that's why we have to focus so hard on breaking it because we can literally pass this stuff down three to four generations below us. Yeah. So you're not just affecting yourself anymore from the things that you eat in the toxic way that you think, but it's literally generations underneath yeah. you. So if, if a mom is struggling with it, like, why do I think like this? Why do I do this every day? Why do my kids now think like this absolve her a little so some of this i mean yeah a little bit of is us mm-hmm. we've, we've chosen to continue to think like this right. but but there's so much playing into this right so much especially because from one to f- or zero to five years old you are super impressionable you don't have the brain function yet that makes you understand the difference between safe sarcasm and realism your brain thinks everything is truth so everything you are told when you are little you literally convert to truth. Oh. Um, so if you are someone who was told you were stupid your whole life, that is going to get stuck into your subconscious. Whether you realize that's the emotion you're feeling at the moment, it is stuck in different situations, trigger that. Maybe you hear the word or feel embarrassed because you did something. It's going to trigger that emotion from when you were little that maybe they weren't even telling you were stupid. They were just joking around with you because that's how Americans talk, right? Yeah. We talk in this very negative connotation but make it light and happy and funny. But it's not. <laughs> right. It happens all the time on our media. All yep. the time in our media. Okay. So, like, I, I had a guest on probably six months ago, and she talked about a sentence that we all got from our childhood, and usually there's at least one negative sentence. And I realized that my sentence was, you should always fear the worst. Mm. And so it's almost like a protection thing for me right. now. Like, I should just fear it um, because I'm prepared for it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and by the way, the worst has almost never come true. Right. So it's a lie, but I keep not seeing it as a lie. And so I just want to confess that to everybody and <laughs> people. people People are probably <laughs> devastated for me at this point. Like, Port, wow, Jenny's got troubles. But, but so uh, let's talk about um, a little bit more how you can get in and change this. And then I want to let everybody know that for sure in the second segment, she's going to give us step-by-step plans for how we can retrain our brain and get over this negative self-talk. So is there an in-between? So first we know where it came from. So right. now how do we begin to face it? To begin to face it, you have to recognize that it's there. So first, you're not alone. When you say that, all these things are going through your head. No, there's millions of other people out there saying the exact same thing to themselves. Everybody has it, whether it's on the forefront of your conscious and you actually hear it, or again, in your subconscious, everybody is constantly saying them because they are stuck in there. So to start changing them, we have to recognize them. Our society, American society today, has made it so emotions don't exist, right? You need to suck it up, buttercup, get over it, and just deal. Like, emotions are there for a reason. They are there for outlet and to literally heal our body. So when we pent all that stuff up, all of that emotion, it not just affects your physical mind, but it affects your physical body. So it can manifest as so many different diseases because you are not letting go of this emotion. So... I give you permission to sit back. We tell people to take a step back from your life. Sorry, I took a step back from that. And 
literally just think about the things going through your head. Be conscious of what is going on. So an observer of your own brain. Exactly. Because so many times we just get stuck in this pattern, especially in motherhood. We're changing a diaper. We're doing the dishes. We're doing all of these mundane things that we have to do as mothers. That is when your brain starts to go to these places where you think all the thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible mom. I didn't do this. Why did I yell at my kid? I should have done this. But a lot of people don't realize it because we're just stuck in the commotion of life. So the next time you're doing the dishes or driving down the road, just start watching where that train goes. Yeah, See and where it, it leads you. Partly because <laughs> it's, I think it's good to step, take a step back because I begin to believe my own negative self-talk. Like, well, it must be true. If I think bad these bad things or I think I'm dying or whatever it is that I'm thinking or I think I'm a loser, then, then I'm, it must be true. But, but if you take a step back, then you can see it as just a thought that does not necessarily contain any truth. Exactly. And that is why I gave the scriptures of the truth we need to stand hold on because I did a thing for our MOPS group showing them all the things that they're not alone, but here are the scriptures that are telling you that you have all of this amazing thing promised by God. Yeah, absolutely. We need to lean on those. Absolutely. So I thank you for that. And I want to let everybody know she is going to give us the techniques when we come back. But um, I think that a mom needs to know that that this is part of motherhood and it's part of the way in which you uh, observe yourself as a mother. Uh, There's a whole new dimension is what I'm trying to say that comes up. So not only do you feel bad about yourself now as a woman, but also in in your mothering patterns and you begin to beat yourself up about that. It's why I love, and then we're going to go to break and then we're going to come back with your techniques for retraining our brain. It's why I love the Bible verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I have to remind myself that my own understanding is completely flawed. And that's not a reason to feel bad about myself again. It's more (laughs) to kind of let myself off the hook and say, girl, all this negative (laughs) stuff you think is completely flawed. Exactly. So so I'm I'm so grateful for that particular Bible verse. Before we go to break, I do want to remind you about our friends you're going to hear about in the break. Uh, The folks at Life Center Littleton, amazing stuff they do. They've got some support groups for things like this. They've got support groups for people that have been through addiction and, and various childhood woe and so on. So I want you to check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org and uh, just know that they've got GED classes. They've got a lot of ways to get you back on your feet. English classes for folks who don't speak English as well as they'd like to. And Spanish classes. I need some of the Spanish classes. Mm-hmm. They've got legal aid. If you've got some problems with uh, legally that you need some help with and some advice on oh, a bunch of things to help a family who just needs a leg up or help a child or help a mom who just needs a leg up. So here we go to my one of my favorite songs with uh, Avril Lavigne. And we'll be right back with Channel Mom and how to stop that negative self-talk. of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for mom. 
moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, channel mom coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. And I was realizing in the break that I was negative self-talking. I was like, oh, you should have asked that and you didn't do that right and you didn't leave enough time for that. Oh my goodness. I'm like an epidemic of negative self-talk. But you're already on the first step to success. Because okay, I know it? Because you know it. Okay. You recognize it. Thank you God. saw it. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's got some techniques to get you over your negative self-talk. She's got a blog that we're going to lead you to at the end of the day so you can get her freebie, you know, that you can print out to just have the... I'm going to print it out for to, ways to talk back to my negative self-talk. Okay, so you came upon the solution, and we're, we're about to give it. But just briefly, 60 seconds, how did you c- uncover the solution to negative self-talk? So when I started my business about three years ago now, um, our industry is very into personal development. And so is the church, right? Scripture says you should continuously be growing and becoming better so you can serve better. So I started listening to all these podcasts of Tony Robbins and Caroline Leaf and Elizabeth Erickson, people who teach us how to recognize the stuff in our brain, the junk, the self-talk, and shift it. Become the better person uh, so you can serve your family, your children. you be happier. You're a better mother. You're a better wife. You're a better um, leader in whatever industry you're in. So, and minister. You're better yes. at ministering to people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I was super... Super passionate about it because I used to be that negative person. I, my mom always said if something bad was going to happen, it's going to happen to Michelle because I had all that bad junk going on in my head. And it creates energy and it puts that energy, even if unspoken, out into the world. And that energy comes back at you. Mm-hmm. So I was always sick. I always had all this stuff happening to me. Electronics would always break, like literally the energy around me. And it wasn't because I was speaking these words. I didn't tell anybody any of them. All the junk that was in my head. Okay, so for the mom who's desperate today, and maybe she's got a child that she's worried about who's also on this pattern, um, we've got hope and help. So what is the step-by-step way that we can retrain our brain and the commit? I mean, it's got to involve some discipline, I've got to believe. But so tell a mom now the step-by-step way to retrain our brain away from negative self-talk and how we can pass this on to our kids. We can get to that next. So it is really simple, but consistency is hard. So a lot of people stop because it takes 21 days to retrain your brain to start forming the proteins in your brain to create the new habit. And it takes 63 days to actually make it a habit where you don't have to think about it anymore and your body just energetically flows. So it's a long, consistent time. So we, we do this for myself and my kids every single night. Um, And it starts, again, like I told you, with recognizing the thoughts. So sit down, pray with God, say, just give me the light if you literally can't figure out what's going on in your head. And then start working on it by replacing it. So that sheet I made was phenomenal because it gives, for even the non-Christian people, just the truth. But it gives you the scripture. And the scripture is what we need to hold 
dear and tight to, right? Because it is God's word and it's God promise on who he wants us to be and what he intends for us to think about ourselves. So, let me, so let's take an example. So like maybe somebody's saying, I'm never going to succeed at this, like whatever it is. I'm never going to succeed at it. Just I keep, I've been trying for so many years. I'm never going to succeed at it. So they recognize that thought. And then what do they do? Find something to replace it with. So the list gives you a ton, but a lot of people who don't think they are not succeeding is because they don't think they're worthy of succeeding. Oh. So to literally replace it with just simply, I am worthy. And that's what we do for our kids, a simple I am statements, because as Christians, we know how powerful an I am statement is, right? So it is, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am loved, I am smart, and I incorporate the things that I know I've passed on and that I see in them. What my oldest daughter, beautiful soul, but she's fearful of everything. And I know I've passed all that oh, down to her. So she is all, she has on her own, she's seven, taken the affirmations I started them with and turned it into I am positive, I am joyful, I am courageous. And she has, because she's been doing these things for a while, right? This is the, this is the hippie, beautiful life that we live. But she, <laughs> she, yes, she you're a Jesus hippie. Yes. <laughs> I'm a Jesus hippie, yeah. and I love it. Um, but my kids get the benefit of that, right? I'm setting them up to succeed so they don't have the enemy always constantly in their ear holding them back from what God wants them to do. So, how, so if your daughter was fearful and negative, and, and I, I've grown up with a legacy of fear as well, and I'm overly fearful, and I have to keep reminding myself, Jenny, half that stuff you fear, more than half the stuff I fear does not come true. Mm-hmm. So she's there with her fear, and now she's been repeating these. What's happening? Has it made a difference in her? Absolutely. So sh- tell me, like, explain. So, that. well, one is the dark. My daughter was terrified of the dark. Most kids are, right? Mm-hmm. But she was to the extent that if... The hall light was remotely or off and it was remotely dark. She wouldn't walk to her bedroom. Like she used to have every light in her room on at night, her diffusers running, her nightlights running, her lamp is on, all of the things. But now I can get her to walk downstairs into the basement, you know, where it's always dark by herself and do the things because she repeats those things in her head because we can't feel two emotions at the same time. And I did a post on my wall before I got this because I do get nervous when I still speak, but you can't feel two things at once. So literally, if you tell yourself you're nervous, you're going to be nervous. Your brain's going to say, I'm nervous and I'm going to get agitated and my heart's going to start palpitating. Tell yourself I'm excited. You're going to get excited. You're going to put a smile on your face and you're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, another example is we went and did this rope course at um, one of the new adventure parks here in Colorado. And she's terrified of heights, but she's like, Mom, I want to do it. So I taught her, you don't say I'm nervous. Sit there and I'm so excited. And every time she'd get stuck, she would say, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is something I learned from Mel Robbins, which who is a phenomenal speaker, if you haven't checked her out. And she would continue down the course. Yeah. Was, yeah. I, think some, I think somehow that we think that a negative thought is more righteous than a positive thought. I'm being serious. Like yeah. a, a positive thought is sort of naive right. or it's self-centered or it's prideful to say I'm courageous or I'm smart or whatever it is. But why is that any less of a truth that I am scared or I am a loser? Or I mean, like, why are the, the negatives any more righteous? Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think do. That we have that in our culture. We do. Because, well, one, again, it goes back to the enemy he is really good at consistently telling us these things, but we have a God that is bigger. So literally, if you just stand on the scripture, you will 
find your way back. Well, and he tells us to have hope. He tells us to have faith. He tells us to think on whatever's good and whatever's lovely, you know, and have good report. I mean, so, so we're ignoring him if we're not doing those things. But what we forget is that he tells us the path is not going to be easy. The trials are yes, going to be he there. Does. Amen. Thank you for saying that. It's true. <laughs> it so, that, so that we're not, that's good. Because yeah. you said at the very beginning of the show, don't feel bad when you have a negative thought. Yeah. Recognize it. Yeah. Give and, it space. Give it love. And then and come at it at a loving place. Okay. And not in a shameful, regretful, like, oh my gosh, why am I thinking this? No, literally give it space, love on yourself, and just be like, okay, I feel this, I accept it, but I'm not going to let it define me or give power over me, and I'm going to move on. So this is a pattern. So we, we find the negative thought, we think about it, we give it space, we don't feel bad that we've had it, then we back off and we find something to replace it, and you have suggestions. So how do people find you and the suggestions for themselves and their kids? If you've got a kid who's struggling with this, you can pass the same pattern onto them yes. um, and the same tips onto them to overcome it. So how do they find you in the blog and the suggestions? So it's loveoilsliveoils.com um, because I teach teach all things health and wellness but on the blog specifically it has this post where it goes over this and then it has some essential oil tips on because they have a profound effect on your emotions god innately created every plant on this earth for a purpose. And but and I just want <clears throat> folks to know, this isn't an unpaid advertisement. Yes, I mean, she's no. not, or a paid advertisement. <laughs> she's not selling oils today. She's no. selling a concept. Absolutely. Um, and, and you mm. have taken it a step further to say, I can help moms with their negative thinking. Exactly. So they go to loveoilsliveoils.com, mm. and that's you. Yes. And then they can find this blog. Yep. There's can, a right on the right, it says blog. And it's the most recent blog post that was just put up. And it's got these replacement sentences yes. and it these has, replacement scriptures. Exactly. It has a PDF for you to download and a video to literally walk you through it. Awesome. And then if they just want to find you, do you mind giving out your email address or your Facebook where you are? My Facebook is literally my name. So it's Michelle Pfeiffer, P-E-I-F-F-E-R. Um, Instagram, it's at Love Oils, Live Oils. Um, but in my email is mmart23 at gmail.com. So I'm happy to help you. I love talking about this. So if you are struggling, I will be the light for you. And has it worked in your own life? Oh, yes. I'm a completely different person now than I was two and a half years ago. Because you retrained your brain. So 63 days. If I do this, if I go home on my calendar and start with day one and, and replace my negative thoughts, it'll make a difference. Caroline Leaf has a program for you to go do consistently. Awesome. Go do it. <laughs> Thank you, Mom, for all you do. Even if nobody else is thanking you today, we're thanking you. You are raising the next generation. Don't forget that. And I know you're doing your best to do it well. You're raising God's children. God bless you for it. Have a beautiful weekend. Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 